0: So a little moment ago we looked at how do we know if somebody loves us and what I'd like us to think about now for a moment is how do we know if God loves us, how do we know if, if God cares for us, if he loves you how would you know that, why don't you take um, just a couple of moments and, and think about that uh, with the folk you were chatting to earlier, just how would you know if God loves you? How are you made aware of God's love for you? How do we know he loves us? Chat about that for two minutes. Okay, let's, uh, let's see if there are some more brave souls. Remember, this is a youth-friendly service. This is one of the best ways to keep young people involved is to uh, get them chatting and discussing and thinking about things. So um, that's a little bit of what we're doing this evening. Anybody would like to share with us? Um, how do we know that God loves us? Ah, oh, there we go. I think that's one of the most amazing songs ever written. Yep, the Bible tells us. Yes, Eliza. He died on the cross. There we go. That's a really good one. I might as well sit down. Thank you. Good for you. Well done, Eliza. Any other ideas on how, how we can know that God loves us? Okay. So no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, it's not going to make God love you more or make him love you less. He just loves you no matter. Yep. Yes, Simon. on from this morning service. I feel loved. I feel his love when I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Yep. good. Well done, Jeff. Somebody was listening. listening. <laughs> good, thank you. That's a good one. So the Bible has much to say about the topic about God's love for us. And there's so much that we could say about um, does God care for us as well. Uh, For instance, if God cares about me, why does he let bad things happen? And that's a really good question. And looking at this this topic, I thought, well, let's rather not get bogged down in the details. Let's go to the broad thing, not get wrapped up in discussions and finer points and things. Because often when we do that, we miss the obvious thing, the thing that's staring us um, right in the face. The Bible states the answer, and it is very obvious. And the Bible answers our question. And Sue's going to read um, a Bible passage uh, for us. I've asked Sue and Andrew to be involved in tonight's services because they are our new volunteers um, at RERA. So it's good to have you guys part of the team. And so that's why Sue and Andrew are up front today.
1: Our reading is from John. Chapter 15, beginning at verse 9, and it's on page 108.3 in the Church Bible. So John, chapter 15, beginning at verse 9. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. Thank you God for his word.
0: So, God's love for us is most obvious when we look at his son, Jesus, and particularly his death. And Eliza's already uh, hit the nail on the head for us. And verse 12, in this passage that Sue read to us, we see that Jesus loves us. Jesus loved the disciples. He says we should love each other like he loved them. And Jesus' time on earth, we would have been able to see how much he loved people. I think it would have been obvious in the way that he healed people, the way that he cast out demons. his teaching and the way that he handled people. I don't know how many of you have seen the um, uh, the visual Bible, the Gospel according to Matthew. Um, it's a South African uh things, so that's good, good to know and they have uh, this guy called Bruce Marciano p- portraying Jesus and I heard him speaking and, and it was so amazing to hear him speak and how he came one of the things he learnt in acting as Jesus is how much Jesus just loved everybody and they do this beautiful scene when Jesus heals the leper and the leper comes up and he, he jumps up and he hugs Jesus and Jesus and the leper are rolling on the, on the ground Jesus is just so excited and so happy for this guy. His love just overflows. And I think if we had to meet Jesus, if we were alive at the time of Jesus, we would have seen this love as well. But verse 13, I think, is the verse I want us to think mostly about this evening. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. See, we didn't get to experience his love for us while he was on earth but we can know that he laid down his life for us when you really love someone you're willing to lay your life down for them you value their life more than your own you're more interested in their needs than what is best for you so the past week I've been googling and searching all over the internet for stories, great stories of love let me tell you, they're all pale in comparison to the story of God who comes to earth to die in our place because of his love for us. There's one of the best stories I could find, though. It's one that I, I grew up with, and um, we heard this quite regularly at school. It uh, takes place in South Africa. I'm going to read it to you. In the winter months of 1843, Rachel Beer was part of a trek from the Orange Free State to the southeastern Transvaal. That's middle of South Africa all the way to the southeast. During one of their nightly stopovers, the members of the trek realised that a calf called Fricky, much loved by their children, was missing. So a search party was formed in which 12-year-old Rachel Key and a six-year-old brother also took part. And as evening approached, Rachel Key and her brother got separated from the search party and became lost. As the night progressed, it got very cold and started snowing. Realising that the chances of survival were slim, Rachel Key found an anthill hollowed out by an fock, took off her clothes, put them on her brother and commanded him to get into the hollowed-out anthill. She then lay naked in front of the opening of the anthill in order to keep out the cold. The children were found the next morning by the trekking party. Rachel Key was dead, but her brother had survived. The Bible tells us of God's love best. We've just read John 15:13. We all know John 3:16. The Apostle John says, "Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love." He also says, "This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only Son into the world" that we might live through him. John says, this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. So in our poor illustration, Rachel Key loved her brother so much she wanted to preserve his life even at the expense of her own. Jesus loves us so much that he wants to preserve our life, even at the expense of his own. He willingly goes to the cross, takes our place, takes our punishment, and takes our death. How can we doubt God's love for us, his care for us, when we see his son on the cross? So we can ask, does God care? Of course He does. We look at the old rugged cross. He cares. Maybe sometimes life doesn't make sense and we struggle to see God's love for us. John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this, that He lay down His life for his friends Jesus died for his enemies so that they would become his friend what an amazing love that is let me tell you there's a myth about the death of Jesus it says that he was nailed to a cross how can you nail God to a cross against his will? Nails didn't hold Jesus on the cross. His love for us kept him there. Saying I love you only means something if you can prove it. God said it and he proved it. Let's pray. Father, we are so astounded by your love for us. Thank you that you love us. That the creator of all things, the one who holds all things in his hands, loves us no matter who we are, no matter what we've done, you love us. Thank you for your Son, Jesus, and his death on the cross, which not only shows us your love, but saves us and restores our relationship with you.
1: Amen.